Rockin' Radio, the funkiest show in town. Everybody knows what time it is. It's time to take those trousers down and your pants. What's the fan situation looking like? Uh, the fan situation? Yeah. Oh, my mic's all weird. What do you mean the fans? It's all glitchy. You know, have we turned the fans off? Yeah, they're all done, they're all done. That's all right, isn't it? They're already off when we came in. <laughs> Studio was empty, wasn't it? <laughs> bank holiday. <laughs> bank we're, holiday, we're mugs. Only, we're only mugs working on a bank holiday, yeah? I've worked all day. I know, but Trickstar, I mean. Yeah, I know, but no other mugs are working. They're all out in the sunshine, frolicking. Oh, I haven't been. Sticking things in places they shouldn't be stuck. It's mm. so, mm. so for you, mate. Yeah, apparently, according to Sai, there's been no Trickstar DJs today. Not a single one? No. Well, I just slacked your layabout. Yeah, this has been at the beach. Makes me sick. Makes me sick to my stomach, Jim. We saw KTP. Yep. Yeah. Saw her. Yeah. Saw her boat race. Yeah, yeah. Had a pipe. Yeah. Gave us some keys. Then went again. Didn't stay for a drink. <laughs> Thanks, no. Katie. Yeah, no, thank you, Katie. Yeah, fair enough, and we understand. Yeah, that's true. Twitty made himself sort of known. Yeah, that's true. He always, he always does, doesn't he? Yeah, you, you, there's when old old Twid's around. There's never any debate as to whether or not he's around. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was I was there minding my own business in um, the pub near the studio just before. Well, yeah. Pub two and a half hours ago mm. minding my own business listening to a rather good po- podcast and um, what podcast? Uh, it's Rankin Radio <laughs> okay yeah great and uh, I was um, p- tapping away on my computer coming up with some ideas sure suddenly I hear alright James here we go oh yes here we go comes over his mate Tucker right you know I'm thinking oh they might leave me to it because they can see I'm busy Tucker Max yeah Tucker Max yeah. was it? yeah yeah your author you know him yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hate him. <laughs> I know you do. Yeah, I really hate Tucker Max. Yeah, you read off his book and left it in our mam's car. Yeah, but I reckon Tucker if it was actually Tucker Max, which it which it wasn't, he yeah. would be friends with Sides with him. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, he's probably his mate Spoony, it's just uh I've heard so much about this guy, but never actually seen him in real life. What Max? No, this 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 mythical friend of Side Twitter. Oh I've met Spoony. Have you? Yeah. Oh, any yeah. good? Um, was he ten feet tall? Shoots fire out his eyeballs. No, weapons no. Weapons grade banter on tap. No, I think so. I was exaggerating on those points. Okay, but no, he was the one who brought up the idea of slugs and hairs. Wow. Oh no, it wasn't. That was Sai. Uh. No, he was talking about slugs and hairs. Right. Yeah, let's have a couple of slugs just to get us ready for the night out. Yeah, all that sort of caper. Get your wanger out. Let's have a couple <laughs> of slugs. <laughs> But yeah, then Si and Tucker sort of joined me, and then yeah. didn't get much done. No. Then you turned up, then uh, old Katie came over. Yeah, I mean, I was planning to get a few other bits done, and got there and found that Twitty was holding court, and, you know, vaping furiously. I've never seen anything like it. So, uh, by all accounts, it's going to be a pretty weak show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I've got some stuff down here, it's fine. Yeah, thank fuck for that. Oh, I sent you a thing to your, to your email, actually. Oh, email, yeah? Yeah. I'll, I'll just, just Google that up. <laughs> email. So, what have you been up to, then? Uh, well, we went fighting, didn't we? Well, we went watching fighting. We did fight go, fans. We, w- we went to an MMA thing, didn't we? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, it was quite... Uh, oh, there it goes. <coughs> wow. Sorry, I was suffering with a terrible cold. Really? Mm. You said it was food poisoning? No, well, I don't know. It's turned into a... Whatever it is, it's not been nice. No? 
it's been sick it's been coughing mm. it's been sore throat it's been bunged up it's been shivering it's been uh, blah, 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 blah. have you been eating KFC with your hands after about going on public transport uh, I don't, not to my knowledge no oh. I don't know what's been going on. Do you think it could have happened in your sleep? What, eating KFC, then going on public transport, then <laughs> the licking other, my... other way around. Going on public transport, having KFC, KFC and licking my fingers in my sleep. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not against the realms of possibility. I mean, uh, you've taken one of the Furbies out with you or something, oh, you've gone yeah. out on the Raz in yeah, the middle yeah. of the night. I hate that Furby. Yeah, you got the Night Buster Penge together. I'll tell you what, last night I watched uh, the second episode of that Stranger Things programme. Uh-huh. And, uh, and I was, um, it's time for bed, it's time for my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you really show me the sort of person that has a sleep rather than goes to sleep. (laughs) Like, I'm going for my sleep now. (laughs) I think I'm getting one of my heads. (laughs) Well, that's exactly what it's like. Yeah. You know, yeah, it really is. Um, And I was... was, So I was ready for my sleep. Yeah. And then my girlfriend sort of went up to bed. Yeah. We were both a bit freaked out, and she was more than I was. Right. We were a bit sort of, we felt a little bit on edge after this Stranger Things program. So I did find it a bit spooky. Mm. And um, she went up to bed, but then I decided that I needed to go for a wee. Right. And went down to the toilet, and then I just felt a bit on edge, and then got into the toilet... And then I was doing a wee, and then looked down, and I saw the Furby mm. there watching me do a wee. Yeah. And I thought... Eyeballing you. I thought, if he says something now, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to... I don't know. I will probably shit my pants. Yeah. Well, like, you'd be the right place for it. Well, not if I'm standing up doing a wee. You'd have to do the very, the quick pivot. It would have to be very quick, because if he did, he did that, I'd instantly shit my pants. The pension spam. Yeah, oh, have you been there? Yeah, we all have. Yeah. In the morning, uh, particularly hungover can be uh, an occasion for a pinch and spin. Pinch and spin, yeah. Yeah. I like that. Do you know what what else I like? Well, I don't like it, but I like it after the fact, after Mm. it's all been sort of dealt with, Mm. is uh, when there's no toilet roll within reaching distance so you just use your hand <laughs> no but oh, there is toilet sorry. roll it's just involves a walk it involves the sort of poey bum walk oh. <laughs> yeah I know the one <laughs> yeah. yeah you've got your pants around your ankles yeah, as well yeah bum walk yeah you <laughs> yeah, waddle yeah. over looking like some yeah. sort of deranged yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mid 30s duck yeah poey <laughs> bum walk yeah I've, I've done that yeah I've done that oh, while we're on the subject of uh, poey bum walk <laughs> just pooing in general yeah let's start as we mean to go on yeah I was just thinking about sort of legendary uh, legendary toilet stories mm. and was reminded of the story of your dad's mate. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if you'd like to regale the listeners with that uh, tale. Yeah, okay, so my dad's friend called Chris. How long ago do you think this was? Oh, God, it must be it must be 20 years ago. Yeah? It must be 20 years ago. And it's still, even though I've got nothing to do with this man, never met him, it's still... Can can see, <laughs> my consciousness oh, so, you, so often. So you're telling me is you like this story? I love it. Okay, it's a great one. So Chris, my dad's friend, was working in an office. I think somewhere, somewhere in Surrey or something. Right. And at some point, 
um, in the day he needed to go to the toilet mm-hmm. to do a poo. So he went, let's say, for instance, I think it must have been just before lunchtime. So he went to go to the toilet to go and do a poo about 11 o'clock, sat down, uh, obviously took his trousers and pants down, as you do. Sure. And then tries to do this poo. He starts trying to poo, Mm. but then nothing is forthcoming. Right. And he's like, oh my God, this poo stuck. So, <laughs> so he's like really forcing this, trying to force his poo out. He's got a really bad stomachache. Obviously, it's some sort of like mad constipation, mm. but he can't get this poo out. And he's there, sort of like, <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> turns out he's been there for about an hour trying to force his poo out. Yeah, he, what he then decides to do, which I find the funniest part of the story, <laughs> is remove all his clothes. <laughs> Because apparently that helps. <laughs> well, it was probably re- getting really hot. It was probably getting very hot, I've had hot, poos yeah. like that where I've... Well, you, uh, so you just removed all your clothes? Well, not all of them. even your socks. <laughs> 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 That's a really odd thing. I don't know. I think maybe it turns about, the, <laughs> you know, alleviated myself of a T-shirt or something. Okay. But yeah, he's obviously got, like, work office shoes on and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he, to so he, he must have been wearing a suit, so he must have yeah. hung up his... Um, oh, jacket, shirt his well. shirt, his tie, <laughs> and he was there for a further like maybe hour and a half, two hours, trying to force his poo out. <laughs> By this time, there's like a search party out for Chris. He's got some work to do. People, know, where's Chris? Where's Chris? Where's Chris? <laughs> we can't, we can't find Chris. So anyway, he admits defeat, has his terrible stomach ache, but can't get the poo out. So he puts his suit back on. Runs out to the office and says, look, I'm not very well, I've got to go home. Thinking that if he gets home, he'll... He's be, got all night, hasn't yeah, he? It'll, it'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be a better place to get the poo out. <laughs> yeah. So I think he lived in Essex at the time. So at some part of Surrey, where he commuted to, um, to get to Essex. And so he basically drove from Surrey to Essex, which is not a... It's not a short drive. It's probably, a, you know, about an hour and a half, two hours. Yeah. So he drove all the way back with his poo still in him, <laughs> like, you know, just feeling not very well. And then he gets into, it gets into his house, sits on the toilet again. I don't know whether he removes his clothes again. That, well, that, yeah. that part of the story, I probably. don't know. He probably does. I mean, he's at home now, isn't he? He so, might yeah. as well. All right, for the, okay, for the purposes of the story, he removes all his clothes, yeah. including his socks. Yeah. And he sits there. And he still can't get his poo out. He's thinking all, all manner of stuff. Should I get a doctor? Should I go to the hospital? But then he goes, right, I'm just going to do this one final huge push, right? <laughs> and just goes... <laughs> and pushes, pushes. And then suddenly, the poo comes out. Sp- like, sp- you know, spits his bum, basically. <laughs> falls into the toilet. And he said... Well, he told my dad that no word of a lie, it was exactly the same shape as a cricket ball. <laughs> well, with the stitching on it and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and red. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine having a round poo come out like that, though? Why would... Why... What I don't understand about that story... Yeah. ...is, if your poo... I mean, this is something... I, yeah... I could ask my girlfriend about actually because she's a, a trainee doctor. Oh, right, she ever seen a spherical poo? Is that what you? Well, no, <laughs> no. But what I was going to ask was, your poo yeah. comes uh, go has to go through your small intestines. Yeah, and then into your large intestines. 
So, at what point does it become a cricket ball? <laughs> 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 uh, in, uh, I don't know. I mean, it depends it, where it gets backed up, doesn't it? If it's the size of a cricket ball, surely it will split your intestines, won't it? No, I mean, oh. I mean, uh, I've no, done, from I've, things I've seen on the internet, there's more room up there than you think. But uh, I've done some big poos. <laughs> <laughs> right, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but they've always been sort of sausage shaped. Like yeah. it might be a really long sausage, like a saveloy, <laughs> but there's never been like a sort of like a pie poo or like a right, yeah. <laughs> or a cricket ball or like it's never been a spherical. A large card. I mean, there must be a reason why they're sort of sausage shaped normally. <laughs> well, that's the shape of your small, in- uh, large intestine, isn't it? Your lower. That's what I mean. Colon. So, how would it be a cricket ball shape? Well, I don't know. It's just got so backed up that it's. I don't know. Well, anyway, it's a good story. I went on a small holiday earlier this year, and, um, well, they say that when you go on holiday, that often um, the change of water mm. can cause uh, constipation. But I'm normally a couple of day man. Yeah. Swear to God, nothing for a week. Really? Yeah. It was weird. How, so what happened in the end? Well, when I got home, I just uh, razzed myself full of uh, those senna tablets mm. and uh yeah so i weighed myself uh <laughs> in the evening yeah and then the next and then you know you can tell you can lose about you know up to a kilo overnight yeah but after i dropped this thing in the morning <laughs> it really was a thing i'd lost uh the best part of three kilos not Totally three kilos, but between two and a half and three. Wow, that's a big chod. <laughs> the relief, I can't even describe to you. I felt like a new man. Wow. Really, I felt like I'd, it had knocked about five years off me. Well, yeah, that's, that, I mean, that is a serious poo. I wonder, if, I, I wonder if we put your poo and Chris's poo together. I mean, I didn't have any... Well, after those... Cenotabus, it, it had no trouble coming out in the morning. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was like, it's home free. It's a textbook. But I reckon it, the density, if you oh. were to assess the density yeah. against a normal Todd, <laughs> <laughs> it would have been uh, at least twice or thrice as okay. dense. Oh, right. Yeah. Talking about poos, actually. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, have you ever heard about, have you ever heard the phrase, um, doing a handstand in the shower? No. What does so, it mean? Well, I, don't, I was speaking to Cy Twiddy in the pub earlier on, and his sure. friend Tucker was there. Yeah. And they were having... You know, sometimes you have friends who... I mean, our friends are terrible for it, actually. People sort of posturing about how much hot food they can eat. Yep. And, uh... Our friends are terrible for it. Like, oh, yeah, well, I always have a madras. Oh, no, Vindaloo's better because it's hotter and I've got a bigger cock and all this kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. So having this sort of, like, debate, friendly debate about, like, oh, whatever. Yeah. And um, Tucker said, oh, yeah, whenever I, you know, <laughs> whenever I have to have my vindaloo so hot, I have to go and do a handstand in the shower. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, I understand it now. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, right, yeah, see where he's going with that. 
That's mad. Why yeah. not just... Does he not have a detachable shower head? Well... I, Did you ask that? No, I just found it very funny. Oh, uh, you should have asked. I, I, mean, I, I doubt he actually does a handstand in the shower. Yeah. But I think it's like, like a phrase. Right. I've never heard it, but I just read Well, he, he's probably still in the pub with Twitty now. Text Twitty and get him to ask him if he's not got a detachable shower head. Okay. Go on then. All right. <laughs> Talking to Twitty, I've got uh, so we went to the went to the went to the fights. Yeah, to the fighty men uh, in Guildford on Saturday night because two of the boys that I train with, uh, Jeffrey and James, had uh, MMA fights. Jeffrey's second and James's first debut MMA fight. They both won because mm-hmm. they're savages. Mm-hmm. Both first rounds. Yeah, good fun. Yeah, TKO for Jeffrey and James's opponent tapped out during due, due to strikes, which is uh, oh, right. something I didn't really uh, think was what a sort of rail gu- strikes was it or well yeah, <laughs> yeah it was yeah doctor oh. strikes oh right shit yeah I mean I didn't know it's so politically minded MMA like no you'd be surprised mm. um, what did you think of the uh, large chested uh, ring girls oh yeah 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 yeah. I mean, you know, they're very attractive ladies, I mean, if, uh, but, I mean, it does seem like... Hallmark of a bygone era. Yeah, it's kind of, you know, we we kind of need to move on from this now, don't we? I did feel it's like somewhat cheapened the affair. Yeah. I know I, it's tradition and everything. I mean, you know, no one was really, I don't know, no one was really watching them anyway. I don't so. necessarily feel it added anything to no. the experience. No, I mean, I knew kind of, you know, I knew what round it was. I mean, there was a yeah. thing on the, there was a big sort of scoreboard which yeah. told you. Yeah. Um, so, no, I, I thought it was a bit odd. I thought it was a bit weird. Mm. What did you think about size behaviour? Yeah, no, I wasn't keen on it. Mm. No, I wasn't thrilled by it. So, the first fight was a man called Dan. Yeah. Versus a man whose name I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this man called Dan, he lost. Mm-hmm. And uh, during the fight, his ri- his corner man was repeatedly shouting, ha- Dan, get your hands up. Yeah. Dan, get your hands up. Probably because Dan had his hands down and was repeatedly being punched in the face. Yes, I mean, he, did, he was quite good at getting punched in the face. He was Dan. blocking with his face is what yeah, he was yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, he, he went the distance. Yeah. He, no, he, he landed some shots himself. He had a, you know, he, uh, well, hats off to people who do it. That's what oh, I yeah, said. yeah, definitely. Anyway, Twiddy thought that it would be fun. Well, actually, within about five minutes of losing, that guy was sat next to us with a pint in his hand, which I also thought he deserved a lot of credit for. Yeah, absolutely. Twiddy took it upon himself to repeatedly throughout the evening go, Oi, Dan, get your hands up. <laughs> I mean, but Dan took it very well. Yeah, he moved, didn't he? He moved He seats. did move, but he was a very. I spoke to Dan outside. He was a, I said, well, well done, mate. Yeah. He's a very nice chap. Yeah, he seemed like a nice guy. I like Dan. Yeah. Need a haircut. Didn't need a haircut, yeah. 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 Um, um, I've got a few fighting facts about Twitty, actually. uh, He ran me down uh, a few few little factoids about Mm -hmm. uh, his his fighting. Yeah. Uh, He says that he's never lost a fight in his life. Okay. Uh, And also, uh, if it goes to the ground, he's very good at distributing his weight. (laughs) Okay. He's nothing of him, though. I know. I'm bigger than Cy Twiddy. He weighs about six stones soaking wet. Yeah. I'm so a bigger lad than Cy Twiddy. I, you, know, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm a big lad, I'm a lump. He also says if anyone touches his feet, goes mental. Really? Yep. 
Don't know why. Did he actually say that? Yep. He doesn't like his feet being touched. No, so he goes mental. He goes mental? Mental. We should try that. We should do. We could hold him down. And touch his feet. Yeah, I'd get him in some sort of... Le- get him in a straight ankle lock, you could, which would expose the sole of the feet. You could nip round the back. And just touch him. Yeah, just just touch. Yeah. Touch, touch. Yeah. Not tickling him or anything, just touch. Just touch him. Just put hands on him. Yeah, just put... Just, yeah. Yeah. And then we could, I don't know, suck his dick or something. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we could, yeah. I don't see any yeah. reason why not. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. No, no, sorry. That was, yeah. That was completely, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. I didn't mean that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I had fun. It was great, great, great banner, you know? Yeah, great banner. Yeah, great banner. Banner. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 sure. What, um, what would you, mm-hmm. as uh, James um, Pryor, <coughs> yep. James David Pryor, yeah. Uh, of Henfield fame uh, what would you rather mm-hmm. would you rather release a range of artisan feminine hygiene products right <laughs> with your branded as with your name they'd mm-hmm. be called you know it'd be the JP collection yeah um, or start a fashion blog um, promoting the style which you are calling homo thug right yeah uh, you'd be up. Uplo- you'd be uploading uh, pictures that you've taken of uh, people that fit your description of homo thug, right? Um, Such as, what does the style look like? Yeah. Well, who are the people who wear homo thug? Well, they, they would. Uh, oh, what I'm assuming is probably uh, the gay men that uh, I guess just sort of dress quite thuggish. Okay. In the sort of American. Sort of, uh, maybe they wear a lot of rocker wear, okay, clothing, yeah. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd t- take the pictures yourself, probably with your smartphone, yeah, um, or a sort of point and shoot digital camera. I mean, are these successful brands that I'm? Hmm? Are they successful brands that I'm running? Brands, yeah, like the artisan femme. Fre- fe- well, know. you've got to try and get it off the ground. Oh, I see. You? It's your, so, it's your, it's your, uh, so I don't just, I don't, I don't just get put into this imaginary scenario where I'm running this thing. <laughs> no, it's, no, no. This is, this is going to be your new startup. Right. So, I, so I need to choose between st- having a startup which sells artisan fem, fem care products. Yeah, you're going to make them as well, probably, aren't you? So I've got to make them. I've got to conceive the idea, make yep. them, produce them, mm-hmm. then sell them, market them. <laughs> yeah. Or. Or it's homothug.tumblr.com. And I, and I have to design the clothing and... No, you don't, you're you just uh, a sort of uh, fashion critic, a fashion blogger... Right. ...of the homothug style. Well, I think... Uh, well, I think... Well, pro- um, well, I think... They're not. Neither are really your area of expertise. Well, no, neither are they? of them are really. But what I would say is that probably the homo thug thing I'm closer to because <laughs> obviously yeah. I'm, I'm a man. Yeah, and a bit of a thug. I have been a thug in the past. Sure. Um, a couple of gay experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, but with the femcare stuff. Yeah there's nothing I can really relate to I mean it'll be pretty arrogant of me to actually start up a brand <laughs> of artisan femcare products when I'm not actually a, a woman you know right um, and I just yeah, I just wouldn't know the first thing about 
feminine care, you know. No, you've, you've not been that care, caring of the females in your life. Well, <laughs> no, no. I'm joking, of course. Um, so, I would have to say uh, the homoph- homophobic thug, sorry, <laughs> the, the, um, the thug homo stuff. I mean, really, I think that's what the style is, uh, is going for, is taking back that what uh, would have previously been conceived, uh, you know, perceived as a homophobic thug mm. and just simply removing the phobia. And just being a homo thug. Exactly that. I, or thug homo. I mean, I, 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 yeah. I, I think it's a great um, concept, actually. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. I'm it's in. It's a strong movement. Yeah, I'm in. So, you know, what's going to happen, though, when, you know, you end up on this morning... Or uh, Lorraine, yeah, or the right stuff, yeah, or one of these, you or know, Trisha, yeah, one of these classy sort of daytime, uh, yeah. you know, bits of sort of time wasting. Pebble Mill, Pebble Mill, <laughs> <laughs> what's that? Is that one from the eighties? Is it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Ricky Lake. No, that's not. Uh, that's different. Um, um, yeah. So when you're on, and they're like, so you know what? The joy of painting. Yeah. Yeah. Fraggle Rock. Um, Rosie and Jim. Yeah, Roseanne. Um, home Improvement. Mm. <laughs> this sound is processed by StereoTool. Go to StereoTool.com for information. Yeah, they said that. Yeah, hello, mate. That <laughs> was going to happen once every couple of weeks. <laughs> oh, great. At a random time. I think it came in at, at absolutely perfect time. Don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> There's a little lull in the conversation. Just... <laughs> Does that sound like a sort of like faux Chinese accent? Slightly, yeah. This is Stereo Tall. Coca Cat Four version. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's weird. Yeah, so, uh, I much prefer KTP's dulcet tone. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah. Got This r- is Trickstar Radio. Kane. Yep. This is Trickstar Radio. This is Trickstar Radio. Yeah. I mean, it's true, isn't it? Yeah. Trickstar Radio. Available on the App Store and Google Play. Yeah. Mm. Trickstar Radio. Online and on point. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. Brilliant. Online and on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah. So, uh, sorry, what, so what are you saying? I can't remember. You, I have to go on Pebble Mill. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, we just started naming random TV programmes. Uh, but you get, you know, Lora- you're on there with Lorraine. Yeah. Or something. Talking about. Yeah, it's you, a Shadow, the Gladiator. Yeah. Uh, who's trying to make a comeback. Right, so. And uh, Danny so, Dyer. Yeah, you got me And uh, someone off Corey. Right, yeah. And Lorraine's like. Uh, can you do a Lorraine Kelly voice? Oh, I hate Lorraine Kelly. <laughs> yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Like, so, James, you wee bastard. What's all this homo thug malarkey? That's it. Like you look on your blog and that looks like you're paying a steaming shake to us. What's it all about? Uh, well, I, 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 I just wanted to give something back, really, to the, um, to the, um, 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 the uh, homosexual community. And uh, so I, 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 I created this um, this new look, and I think it's um, it's actually reclaiming the um, homosexual um, angle um, from the homophobes, and I just mm. think it's something that's very important to mm. me, and it's important. To, it should be important to society as a whole. Sure. Mm. Yeah. Yep. Good. Um, 
Hey, listen. Yeah. I've got a question for you. Okay. What would you rather, right? Yeah. What would you rather? Would you rather have a prominent dingleberry hanging from your... <laughs> hanging from your <laughs> bum pubes for 16 years? How prominent? Well, quite prominent. So I know it's there, but do other people know it's well, there? If we listen to the rest of the story, mm. the smell of the dingleberry <laughs> would be very noticeable for people around you, mm. no matter how many pairs of pants you wore. Right. Having the dingleberry yeah. alienates you from your friends, family, and loved ones, and the only friends you would have would be fellow dingleberry owners, who would, which would include ill kids from back in the day, <laughs> the homeless, <laughs> right. and snaky dad. Wow. So okay. So would you prefer, would you, um, would you rather that? Yeah. Or wear really, really, really bad trainers for the rest of your life? Oh, God. <laughs> All right. Talk to me about these trainers. Mm. Well, obviously, um, one's trainers is a, is a matter of subjective opinion. Yeah. So if you can imagine your worst nightmare in a pair of trainers, like maybe a pair of like nicks or something like high techs high techs i mean high techs are kind of cool now aren't they in a way no, but no. Like nicks or like um i don't know sketches uh, sketches <laughs> yeah no like one of those sort of like platform sketches like you used to be able uh, to get um just like this the real sort of uh, horrible kind of outsized big yeah, maybe like just, just oh god, maybe really, like really dad sort of. Yeah, well, those big like sort of DC skater boy trainers, oh like which are really fat and like. Yeah, I, I think if you wear those sort of skater shoes and you're over the age of fifteen, there's something there's, wrong. There's something wrong, isn't there? There's a problem. But this dingleberry's very prominent. I put those sort of uh, the being over fifteen and wearing those. Uh, skate shoes uh mm. for me those guys are in the same category as men with thumb rings yeah well I, I think generally men our age shouldn't be skateboarding i think unless you're very very good at skateboarding yeah like you're a pro mm. yeah i don't know what do you think about adult scooters i've seen a lot of them Terrible. recently i mean that's worse than skateboarding i mean yeah i mean that i mean it doesn't really get you anywhere very fast either no it doesn't no I'm not having it it's got tiny little wheels you look like a dick doing it you, uh, it doesn't really get you anywhere quicker you could jog quicker yeah they're a bit bigger than micro scooters they've got bigger wheels I don't well I don't care no I'm just saying I'm just pointing out <laughs> I'm just pointing out the facts you know I'm not expecting you to give a fuck I just want all the facts to be on the table so you can make a considered assessment I don't like them no oh, they irritate me long boards and skateboards irritate me yeah you're not a longboard man no I walk through the, the the level quite a lot and it just really irritates me seeing like grown men like chatting with like kids at 16 like oh yeah did you see my my sick ollie yeah yeah that's what they say isn't it well i don't know but i I just (laughs) they they irritate me what about doing stunts on a longboard that involves just sort of sort of dancing about on top of it jumping up and down that sort of thing no anything to do i just you know i don't care what you can do on them in fact i hate the pro ones as well well, even pro skaters. I just think, oh, well done. You've learned. You've learned how to master a toy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what next? The Rubik's cube. Yeah, exactly. 
Well done, you've mastered a, a, a child's play thing. Yeah. You know. Get a bloody job. <laughs> get a job and come to the pub on a Friday, you animal. Yeah. Yeah. What about... Oh, we've been over... I know we've been over white people with dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. I know we've been over it. Yeah. Oh, I just saw a real offender mm-hmm. today. Oh, it just made me angry. Why? What? 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 I don't know. You just look really gross. Hey, but listen, man. If you're, if you're, no, I'm not saying they need to be banned or anything. I'm not like, not getting into burkini territory with this. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, people should be free to have whatever hairstyle they want. Mm. You know, and I should be free to, you know, boycott their business. Yeah. <laughs> because of it, or you know, to sit in a different train carriage. So is this more of a point of racial? Um uh, re- no, it's got nothing to do. It's, it actually has nothing to do with cultural appropriation. That's it, yeah. or anything, anything like that. Yeah, I just think it looks, it just looks gross. Okay, but only on white people. Yeah. Okay. Looks absolutely fine on black people. Mm. Um, I did. I think I. I feel like it all stems from uh, you know how often things sort of stem from like childhood trauma. Yeah. Well, I wasn't a child. But I was on a bus once in Bristol, mm. and I was sat behind a really smelly man, mm-hmm. really smelly. Uh, he had a, those sort of dreadlocks where it was more like, uh, like it was like loads that had sort of formed Matic. like a super dread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super dread. Yeah, and he'd like pierced it. It's the dress. Yeah, with what? like with like an eyebrow ring. What is it? What? With loads of them. You can't pierce your hair. Yeah, he had, and it had loads of like a beer can ring pulls. Oh, for in f- there as well, uh, and and you know, like the metal bit off like a bic lighter. Mm. Them like clipped into it. Oh god! And I just I don't know. I got the fear really bad. And since since, since then, <laughs> I just that would put you off. Do you oh. know what? I, I think I'm getting. I think I'm getting like really moody in my old age. Yeah, I am. You know how they say like you get a bit more right wing in your old age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, the, the other day, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm going right, but I do. I am a lot less accepting of I, of of new ideas. I think. Well, think about what you're going to be like when you're seventy. Well, exactly. But someone's t- someone. I was in a. Uh, I don't really know this person, but I was in a group of people mm. and they were discussing bloody blah, all manner of stuff, and this woman was well, extolling the virtues of, I think she went to Glastonbury or, oh no, Wilderness, I think, and she went to a yoga rave. And um, the concept of a yoga rave just <laughs> really irritated me. I mean, I, I nearly had to walk off. That, I mean, that's a bit of a sort of oxymoron in a sense, isn't it? Because well, I think that's what the whole point is, and that's why it's so cool. Um, well, the what, fact that it doesn't make sense. But what... So what, do they do normal yoga poses, slowly? I don't... I d- but they played uh, re- cantankerous I, music. I, d- I didn't go into the details. Goggle it. Go on, get on, the go- get on your, your goggle machine. Okay. Fire up Yahoo, search uh, box. Yoga. Rave. You know what, they have a bloody yoga rave at the church at the bottom of my road. Really? They've stuck a religious spin onto it as well. That's just even worse. Oh yeah, there's one in Brighton here. It's on the first page. All Saints Church. Yeah, that's it. 
In the run-up to Brighton Yoga Festival 2015. It's a yoga festival. I've got an I mean, it's not actually telling me what a yoga rave is, but right. it looks like there's a lot of... Flashing lights? Flashing lights, UV lights, and then people doing yoga. Right. I mean, why isn't yoga good enough? Why can't you just do yoga? You've got to do it somewhere hot, or you've got to do it on strings now, as in acro yoga, where you, you've got to be hanging from the ceiling doing it. Yeah. So it's, it, just anno- it just annoys... Do you know what I mean? Everything yeah. annoys well, not everything. Not everything annoys me, but yeah. new concepts and ideas annoy me. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's something yeah. I like, yeah. it annoys me. Uh, that you've liked for a while. Yeah, yeah. New concepts, I hate them. Yeah, yeah. Even if they could make my life better, I hate right. them. Virtual reality. What do you think? Hate it. Yeah, yeah. Self-driving cars. Ha- oh, don't get me started <laughs> on self-driving cars. I think it's, oh, I'd uh, like to get you started. They're a menace. <laughs> they're a menace. They're worse than delivery drivers. What? what? What is the point of a self-driving car? What's the point in humans? Why don't we just have the self-driving cars running the country? <laughs> well, they're going to be a lot safer than than human drivers. What, didn't someone die recently in a self-driving car? No. Oh, you're thinking of there was... Well, there was a, uh, a claim that someone had died while their Tesla was in autopilot, but they weren't in autopilot. They were driving. I don't like self-driving cars. Look... Well, so far... Once the machines start taking over from the humans... Mm. Wh- where's my two-four hat? <laughs> yeah. Once the machines <laughs> yeah. start doing stuff that the humans can right. do... Yeah. Such as driving... Mm. I mean, what's next? They're going to start doing poos for us? Or like, <laughs> That's a bit of a leap. Well, Although that would be quite sweet. What, you'd rather a robot do a poo for you? <laughs> well, if it meant I didn't have to worry about it... You wouldn't... What? What, you'd... I, well, I quite enjoy going for a poo. If the if the if the robots <laughs> take look, <laughs> if the robots start taking over yeah. our systems, right. driving our cars, <laughs> sexing our women, <laughs> pooing, yeah, taking our jobs, pooing, making robotic food muck for us to eat. <laughs> I want them out of the country. <laughs> I can't. I can't believe they're here. Yeah. Well, it's lucky you vote, <laughs> voted Brexit, really. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Well, the thing with self-driving cars is that they <laughs> are already safer. No, than, they're not. Well, they are. The statistics are, are there. But who made the robot to make a self-driving car? Well, various people have... Uh, there's loads of different companies making them. So... So, like, Tesla's autopilot has done... Cl- going on for 200 million miles now with no deaths... And they reckon that for every 60 million miles driven by humans, there's mm. one one death. Yeah, but that that auto driver's not going to... Well, that auto driver mm. is going to be knackered now. <laughs> so yeah. not, so, it's been on a bit of a sesh, hasn't it? So, yeah. So, what, what's to say that we're going to get a different auto driver for another car? Right, well, I mean, he could be rubbish, the next auto driver. Well, it's meant to get... Be- the longer it goes on for, the, the better it's meant to be. It's meant to get better every sort of with every mile. But he can't do every single car. We're going to have to make different auto drivers. Yeah, well, I think I think you might be losing touch with the concept (laughs) of uh, how computers work. Well, can we clone? Well, what robots? Can we clone the auto driver? Yeah. What, like cloning that sheep? Yeah, Dolly. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, as long as we can clone the driver. Yeah. But listen, how much? Look, how much it going to cost the taxpayer? (laughs) I think it's going to cost the taxpayer (laughs) anything. 
How much is going to cost the taxpayer, right? Right. To provide every single home with one of these auto super- drivers. One of these auto robots. Well, I think it's the uh, well. Obviously, the taxi lot are up in arms because yeah, I bet they are. Taxis are going to be the first thing to become autonomous, mm-hmm. and taxi drivers are on the whole so miserable that they're unemployable in any other mm. in any other uh, you know career. Mm-hmm. Apart from maybe uh, rail workers, they're similarly miserable, aren't they? Yeah, certainly southern rail workers. I don't. Yeah. What so? What are these auto drivers? Yeah, are they going to be in all the taxis then? Yeah, you'll just get in a taxi and it'll be like in Total Recall. Well, that doesn't work, does it? Why not? Well, he goes mental the the, the taxi driver and and he tr- he has to kill him in the end. <laughs> yeah, no, that is true. No, forget Total Recall. Well, no, it's I not base all, I, I base all my facts on Arnold Schwarzenegger films. Yeah, I know you do, and. There's no way I would trust this robot guy. All right, uh, think about uh, Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. When he fights that snake. Yeah. Imagine that he is the auto driver and the snake is sort of grumpy old man that don't want change. Yeah. Yeah, and what do you think now? Well, it doesn't change my opinion because, look, I'll I'll ask you a question now. I'm going to flip it round. Okay. Would you, yeah. in all honesty, yeah. lie back and relax yeah. in a car all right. driven by one of these auto robot Nazis? I think it would take a bit of getting used to, but I mean, the the long and the short of it is that's the way stuff's going, it's, and it's unlikely to be take. It's unlikely not to happen. So, do you reckon in the future you won't have to take a driving test anymore? Yeah. But what, about, re- what about? I mean, the car must. You must want to... There must be a reason for you to have to take over the car at some point. I don't know. Maybe if you were driving on sort of, like, private land that didn't have definite definite road markings. And also, what about... Parking in car... I don't know. Yeah, parking in car parks. So you don't know where you're going to end up parking. Yeah. So you then have to take over the car mm. so the, but then you'd have to what then you'd have to program the autobot to park it for you well you would just know it's got cameras and stuff it's got eyes it can see does it have feelings is it like kit i think it's supposed to not have feelings because part of the reason that people drive so badly is because they're in a bad mood or they've just had an argument with their missus mm. um who started who's left them for ben from accounts what if you fall in love with your Robot. Well, there would at least be a short film in it that could probably do quite well at Cannes. Oh, yeah. It's like that film with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, I haven't seen that. Her. Yeah, that's going to be good, isn't it? Quite good, yeah. Liked it. You're a fan of Joaquin Phoenix? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. not, Yeah, I quite like (laughs) Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Do you see that one where he's pretending to be a rapper? Yeah, I'm not there, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's good. Bit of a spoiler for anyone who who uh, goes to watch it now. Yeah, good I, film though. Yeah, with um, Joaquin Phoenix and uh, it's directed by Casey Affleck, I believe. Sure. Yeah. Have you seen the film? I saw this film on um, Netflix the other day, Lobster. Oh uh, no! But the the la- little lad. No. Uh, 
it's about a bloke by, played by Colin Farrell, right? Right, oh yeah, it's, right. It's set in um, sort of near um, sort of apocalyptic future. Oh, right, yeah. And all the single people yeah. in the world, yeah. or whatever, yeah. get rounded up right. and put into this weird hotel. Oh, right. And then they have 45 days to find a partner and fall in love. Oh, yeah. And if they don't, they get turned into an animal of their choice. And he chooses the lobster. Right. Hmm. That's very weird. Ask me what I thought of it. What do you think of it? Smug. <laughs> it was, really smug. was it? Really smug. Oh. I think the whole concept of that is smug. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's do something that makes absolutely no sense. It's a bit cynical, isn't it? And it's really high art. Is it? Yeah, I just think I, just, I thought I thought it was appalling. I thought appalling. Yeah, honestly, I did. I thought it was absolute rubbish. Really? Yeah, I think turgid you, guff. I think you can you can do all sorts of you know. There's loads of surreal films I really enjoy, but yeah. this film I just found smug and uh, irritating uh, and crass and. Uh. and no- I'm in a really bad mood. <laughs> wow. So it's that. It's the autonomous cars. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know. It's virtual reality. It's, yeah. uh, Everything's getting my goat. Vaping? Oh, you hate oh, vaping. I hate, I hate vaping. Everything's yeah. getting my goat at the moment, I've got to be honest with you. AI in general? Uh, look, we've got we've got so far in this world without robots. Right, yeah. Let's just, you know, and all, look, if you if you watch all the films, yeah. it never ends well. I, Robot. Yeah. There's never an uh, alien. Yeah. Um, what? That was a, <laughs> that's not about robots. Well, there's a robot in it who... Um, Goes mad, malfunctions. Bishop. No, no, no. In Alien, the first one with the um, the guy who um, uh, he double crosses everyone. Can't remember his name. Huh. But Bishop's a, a cyborg, and he's okay. Yeah, in the second Alien film, Bishop's all right. But yeah. even he, nice geezer. Well, he's you know he's yeah he's all right. He gets he gets fucked in the end. <laughs> he's got spunk for blood. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you name me a film, right, apart from Bishop, yeah. it's questionable at best. Right. You name me a film with a nice robot. Um, uh, there's one where uh, there's, like, a granddad, and he gets a robot, and then they go out and nick stuff together. Well, that doesn't sound like a nice robot. No, he's a nice robot. It's good. Well, he nicks stuff. Yeah, they give him this, like, uh, yeah, what's it called? It's really good. It's called Frank. I don't know that one. Uh, it's well worth a watch. It's quite a mush. Really? Yeah, it's a good film. Yeah, really good film. Name another one. Uh, uh, all the robot films. They're, they're always bastards, robots. Yeah, they've... Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, what about the one with... Um, uh, it's, it's an old 80s film. It's got a Bonnie Tyler song in it with... Uh, it's got holding on for a hero. Oh, in uh, it. short circuit. Yeah, he's a nice robot. Yeah, but that's not real, though, is what? it? <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> that's not real. I mean, when, when I'm talking about robots, I'm talking about sort of Blade Runner and like right. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're they're what robots really are. Oh, what? So you mean robots that look like people? Yeah. Right. Okay. When they start, you think it's when they start looking like people that they, they go bad. Yeah. 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 Right. So if we just made them all look like what's his name, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Seth, Johnny Five, Johnny Five, if they yeah. all look like Johnny Five. It'd be fine. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. 
They'd probably be a bit malfunctioning, but only in a sort of hilarious way. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're making you pancakes, and they're like, and the pancakes <laughs> go everywhere. Oh, I've done it again. <laughs> oh, oh, Johnny Five, you, you fucking lunatic. Johnny Five's alive. Yeah, you're probably costing more, me more money in pancake juice than <laughs> you're saving me in laundry bills. Yeah, I was thinking he's not a bad robot, is he? Yeah? No. I mean, no. I'm, not, I'm not into it all, though. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, George McCluskey's been in touch with the show. All right, hello, George. He's the guy that uh, last week definitely wasn't mum dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been in touch again. I think he's. Uh, I think the sort of fame of uh, having his thing read out last week's gone to his head. Okay, is he the new Hamish? This guy could be. Okay, could be. Mm. You know. So uh, yeah. Anyway, he says a philosophical quandary for James. Right. Imagine a world where brain transplants are possible. In this world lives a man who is a self-confessed cuck. A pale, weedy man with a soft body and no sexual charisma. Imagine this cuck getting into an accident where his body is entirely impaired but his brain remains unharmed. After a quick and successful transplant on the NHS, the cuck wakes up to find himself in the body of a powerful black man with rippling abs, a thick neck and hands like shovels. (laughs) The cuck now possesses an impressive appearance, but still has his old brain. Is this man still a cuck, and how will the next few years of his life uh, play out? Well, he's just—he's still a cuck, isn't he? Yeah, is he? Well, he's got his—he's still got his brain, right? So, uh, it's a—you know—I uh, can't see any scenario where he wouldn't be a cuck, right? I mean, you know, I, I, I think it's. It would be dangerous to say that black people can't be cucks as well as white people. Right. Yeah, you reckon? I'm sure there's... I'm sure there is... Uh, look... Even powerful ones with rippling abs, a thick neck and hands like shovels. Well, look, there's there's a sexual... There, look, there's sexual... The sexual kind of... Um, uh, what's the word? The spectrum of sex and people's tastes is very broad. Right. Um, it could be based on gender, um, uh, race, all manner of stuff. And people are interested in different things. I'm sure in the millions and millions and billions and billions and billions yeah. of pornographic sites on the internet, there will yeah. be one dedicated to powerful black men yeah. who wish to have... Smaller white men right. having sex with their wives. Right. There's got to be. Yeah. So, you know, the law of averages I'm talking about. Well, I mean, there is the, the rule uh, that says if you can think it, there's porn of it. Exactly. Uh, what is that? Uh, it's called uh, if you can think it, uh, there is porn. It's uh, it is an actual rule. Uh, rule thirty four in the book of Max if it exists, Tucker there Max. is <laughs> if it exists, there is porn of it. No exceptions. That is rule thirty four. Who wrote that? Well, there's a whole there's a lot of the rules. Uh, if you can think it, I bet that's not. No, true. it's if it exists, there is porn of it. But. Oh, and it's also, if you can imagine it, it exists as internet porn. Well, that just isn't true. Okay, well, I've got a, I've got a fascination of that tea on Trickstar over there. Right. That specific tea on Trickstar 
and I enjoy I want to um, watch you having sex with that tea yeah well D- done mate well done <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah yeah I, I've couldn't just let it we couldn't let it lie could you well I've put some holes in that theory haven't I yeah good for you <laughs> <laughs> well done um, right so but anyway back to this cuck yeah he do but you don't believe that, say, the... You believe the nature of the cuck is entirely uh, mental. You don't believe that uh, perhaps a very fragile, uh, you know, physically weak, uh, pasty specimen of a man uh, is a cuck because of his, you know, lack of physicality. And that if suddenly he became big and powerful, he would stop being a cuck. But you think once a cuck, always a cuck. <laughs> well, I would like to think that that always, you know, once a cuck, always a cuck mentality yeah, is true. Right. Because I think, well, yeah, I think you do have to have a certain mindset. Um, obviously, not speaking from experience. Are people born a cuck? You can't be born a cuck, no. <laughs> no you're, you're, pro- you're probably nurtured through the way of the cuck. Okay, so there, um, the family that we've discussed recently, the one with the five-year-old that's still breastfed. Yeah, is he going to be a cuck? Do you think that? I don't know. I mean, he, you know, he might, he might grow up to be a a very sort of highly functioning individual. You just don't know. But do you think he's got, he, he, he has more chance of becoming a cuck than... Without seeing the, the, the necessary research, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have the figures to hand. Well, you know, if, there's, if there is... I mean, there must be some sort of university study into, into cucks and, like, and why people become cucks. <laughs> right. Um, they may, it may well be the case that loads of cucks have been breastfed to the age of five or six. Right. Or it might be oh, that they were, nev- they were never breastfed at all. Oh, that's possible. I've heard it's very good to be breastfed until the age of, you know, eight, the age of 21 in some cases. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, that's what yeah, that's what I've been told anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, um, yeah. All right, well, yeah. So, have we come to any conclusions with this? Well, I think that in conclusion, I'd say that thanks very much, George, for sending that, that question in. Mm-hmm. But it's a bit of a non-starter because you reckon? Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's. I don't think it's one of what they call those questions which you normally ask me. The um, a thought experiment. Thought ex- for me, it's not really a thought experiment because that to me is it, it answers itself in many ways. Well, that's only only with the opinion of once a cuck, always a cuck that you're now championing. But that's but that's that, that's that's a true to life theory. Well, how can you prove that it's true to life? Because. Show me the evidence. Well, all right. Well, okay. All right, fair enough. It's a bit deeper than that. Right. But I think if you remove someone's brain, you are that person. Yeah. Your, 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 um, your psyche is made up into that brain. Yeah. Once you get put into another body... You're still going to have the same desires. So a, a leopard can't change its spots, is what you're you're getting at. Well, it depends what the leopard's brain looks like. Right. So it's more the genetic makeup of the leopard rather than the, you know, whatever hairdo it's got that week. You are your brain. Yeah. Or your brain is you. You yeah. are one. Right. 
remove your brain yeah. stick me into any sort of other body I'm still that person I still ha- I still want to be humiliated in front of my wife or girlfriend if that's what I like doing even if you Just were suddenly transported into Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's body well, I don't see why that would change to anything no no okay. Okay. Why? Okay, what do you think? I think that after a couple of weeks of the transport, I think he would become less and less of a cuck. I think uh, you know he would start as he began living his life in his new powerful body, featuring six pack abs and hands like shovels. Mm. He would very soon uh, start to have the confidence that he never was afforded as a as a cuck mm. and uh, he would start to take the power back but you're suggesting that cucks don't enjoy what they're doing <laughs> that's true no you're right that, that's yeah hmm. like cucks do it for a reason they do it because they enjoy it yeah just because you put them into a body of of someone larger and yeah. more sort of athletic doesn't mean they'll automatically stop something they really like doing. Yeah. But is it just something created by porn and are there any actual <laughs> real cucks? Well, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You know, but they, you know, I, I mean, I don't know whether they, do, you know, all, all I know, because I, you know, I have researched this cuck <laughs> Sure. And I've watched some cuck porn recently. <laughs> right, yeah, any good? Oh, it's, it's exactly what it says on the tin. There's a guy <laughs> there and he's watching his wife getting banged. Mm. Um, but he's like really into it. The guy. Okay, like. yeah, he's ca- right. But they're obviously all actors. Did you watch anywhere the cuck has to nosh the other guy off? No. Uh. D- does that happen? Oh, apparently, yeah. Really? <laughs> oh God! Oh, no, I don't want that. No, that's too much for you. That's too much. It's too visceral. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Too cuckish. Yeah. It's gone full cuck. Yeah. Um. Talking of a leopard not being able to change its spots, mm. uh, I was listening to Radio One Extra today. Yeah, uh, the digital sister of uh, Radio BBC's Radio One. Yeah, and they're playing what, for all intents and purposes, sounded like a new record. What was that? Was that you? What weird noise? Uh, yeah, didn't hear it. Okay. Um, what for all intents and purposes sounded like a new Shabba Ranks record. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember Shabba Ranks? Did he do um, uh, push it, push it some more? La 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 la. Uh huh, Mr. Loverman. Yeah. Uh oh, no, hold on, Mr. Lover Love. Uh, uh no, Mr. Loverman. Shabba. Yeah. Oh, who did that one? Then I was singing. I don't know. Oh, good. I want to make you sweat. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> Peter Andre. Uh, no, it wasn't. That's, um... Till you can sweat them. Uh, that wasn't, um, Shabba Ranks, but... That's Mysterious Girl, wasn't it? No, 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 no. Uh, what was it? Make you sweat. Sweat till you can't, can't sweat, sweat no, no more. more. And, and if you cry <laughs> now, <laughs> I'm gonna push it some more. Oh, oh. Oh God! Here's that bar. It's killing me. Uh, oh, Bob Marley. What? Apparently. No. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, in a circle. What? In a circle. That's what it was. Yeah. What's it called? 
a la la long song. Oh no, sweat a la la long. Right by yeah. Inner Circle. Inner Circle, yeah, that's right. We should play that for Will Allen's theme tune next. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so what it sounded like, for all intents and purposes, a new Shabaranks records. And do you remember anything else about Shabaranks? No. Okay. You don't remember that when he was on The Word, uh, being interviewed by Mark Lamar, and he may have said that he thought that gay men should be crucified. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is there a clip? Uh, I could probably find that. Uh, let's have a little look, see. Uh, yep. No, it's three minutes long, but, uh... Let's have a little listen. Yeah. Gosh, twitty shonky internet. Bloody daily motion, are you having a laugh? Uh, going then, wasn't it? Yeah, so anyway, he gets on the, uh, gets on the word, Mark Lamar's getting, Mark Lamar gives him some grief. Yeah. Um, but, like, is that, is that cool for one extra still to be, uh, uh, still to be, I don't know, is it, been, oh my god, why would you, why, why you make my life such a misery? It's a goddamn laptop. The internet? Uh, it's just, uh. Hang on, let me have a look. It's alright, it's coming. Here it is. Shabba Ranks was a guest on The Word in December 1992. You'll find his comments both offensive and unacceptable, as did Mark Lamar, the studio audience, and consequently the rest of the world. Shabba Ranks might be the king of Jamaican music, but there's a young pretender to the crown. Hot on the heels of Shabba Ranks, 19-year-old Booji was already a superstar in his native Jamaica, wooing both the downtown and uptown crowds. But the message which Booji brought out of the ghetto and started the bantam ball rolling has aroused only universal outrage. The song in question, Boom Bye Bye, appears to advocate the killing of gay people, and its author is going to have a lot to answer for. Shabba, Shabba, are you a, a Buju Banton fan? What did you think of that yeah. piece? Well, well, most definitely right now, I'm out of Jamaican. I'll be on the supporting side where all Jamaicans be concerned are people with progress. Well, within this world, you know, People be living the way they feel like they want to live. And if you don't have a free will to move about, you got freedom of speech, freedom of opinion. But he's got freedom of speech, but his freedom of speech is saying go and shoot gay people. Surely that's wrong. Well, most definitely right now, from a forfeit the law of God Almighty, you deserve crucifixion. Most definitely. The Bible. The Bible. I live by the concept of the Bible, which is the righteousness of every human being. And the Bible stated that man should multiply. The multiplication is done by a male and a female. But that's absolute crap, and you know it. No, I will never. You can't advocate. You can't advocate people going around shooting other people. No. The Bible does not condone shooting people Listen. just because of their sexual Listen. proclivities. Let's to something lighter, actually. Well, you can do what you want. It's, you know, it's, it's almost <laughs> Christmas, and I, I feel it. I, 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 I
this Christmas. And what, what was your opinion on all that happened? Because I noticed you were like, oh, let's not talk about that. Let's have well, a laugh. Well, you know, it's too heavy Friday night, you know. You want to have something chilling, and, you know, Danny as Bear. they say in Jamaica. Uh, yeah. But anyway, that's about it for this week. And, um, well, next week, I think... Mark, what do you think? Well, I certainly week? won't be here. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah. Good old Mark Moore, I'd say. Yeah, well done, well done, Mark. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, Shab writes back on the radio by the sounds of it. Right. Have you heard his song? Yeah, shit. Okay, well. Is that alright? Is that fine now? It's been 13 years. Only 13 years? Oh, no, it might have been longer than that. Must be longer than 13 years. Must be about 25 years, I'd have thought. No, not that long. We were. Oh, God, no, it could be. Yeah. Definitely over twenty, you're right. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't really matter, does it? Um, no. I don't know. I, 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 I'd, I'd have thought that they need to sort of get some sort of some sort of statement from him, like that maybe he was a young idiot. Yeah. Do you think maybe he softened? Perhaps now he thinks they should just be maimed <laughs> or like you know, bit of prison, bit of prison time or something. If he's if he's mellowed, if he's mellowed, maybe yeah. or maybe he thinks they should be sent away to somewhere and they could sort of pray the gay away. Maybe, maybe. I mean, yeah, could cure. Maybe he thinks that there should be a cure on the NHS. You know, if he's if he's changed his ways, if he thinks that, then maybe he's yeah. allowed a snippet. Yeah. On I don't know Code South or something like that. Yeah. Oh, another reputable. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. Some sort of reputable radio station. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like a uh, like a, t- a two two second snippet on Code South. Yeah. But if he renounces him, you know, renounces what he says, yeah, apologises, a full and frank apology, then of course I'd, I'd say yeah, let him let him go on with it. But I'd imagine, right. I'd imagine um, that hasn't happened. No, it, he still uh, s- sort of uh, raps uh, like he sounds like he's stuck in his own throat. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that. Like uh, it's a bit like that voice that um, what's that Welsh comedian who hangs up with Steve Coogan? Oh, uh, Rob Brydon, Rob Brydon yeah. does that voice, doesn't he? Man in a box. Yeah, I can do that a little bit. Go on then. <laughs> That's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> can you help me, please? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Have, have you never seen me do that? No. Yeah. It's quite good, isn't it? What do the kids think of that? Love it. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Uh. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so Shabba has he has, he has he not been around then? No, no, no. He was quite sort of royally uh So he was shaft he was shunted after Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. After that. So even Buju Banton has renounced his formerly homophobic ways. Mm. Some might say just so he's allowed to play in the UK again. Mm. <laughs> um and uh, you know, Patsy probably still not a massive fan of the homos no um but yeah i don't know was so uh, what's, what's driven i mean what's happened something must have happened to allow him to come back and, and onto the bbc yeah um is shabba ranks still a <laughs> homo Uh, yeah, tw- twenty-four years ago, that uh, yeah, on the road. Wow, bang on. I think um, I I'm guilty of this. I forget how old I am. Yeah. 
no, there doesn't seem to be any sort of uh, Chevron's hard evidence. Well, no, certainly no evidence really of an apology. Apology. Yeah. Mm. No. 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 Well, I, I yeah, there must be some sort of. I mean, what's driven him, and also, I mean, what's he been doing for twenty four years? That's what I want to know. I don't know. I mean, he must he must be earning money somehow. I guess so. Maybe. Uh Rent maybe for a year he started a fruit and veg shop yeah um, or perhaps he works on the tills at the uh, at the Aldi hmm maybe I haven't seen him down there though <laughs> well, I don't know <laughs> I think he works in a Portslade Aldi oh I never go there oh that's really I've never seen him well I I tell you I heard that though off Illaman Dan right because okay, that's but... where he gets his his meat yeah he gets his meat there and he gets his veg there but he goes to well, as we know, he goes to Marks and Spencer's for his bits. Of course he does. Of course he does. You know, for his tidbits. Yeah. Yeah. i tell you what I did see the other day. Yeah? In Aldi. Sure. Stacking shelves. Mm-hmm. Coolio. Oh, really? Yeah, Coolio. He's been a bit quiet, really, on the old yeah. mu- music front. Yeah. Recently, he was, he was isn't he? stacking shelves. I said, oh, hello, mate. He was like, hey, you all right? I'm like, yeah. oh, you're doing a good job there. Yeah. Was he, was he working hard? Hey, you know, he's stacking the shelves fairly well. Strikes me as a grafter. Yeah. Well, he's not too proud to go back to no, a, no, a no, blue-collar no, job. No, no. Joking aside, actually, someone's yeah. telling me uh, how well-paid people in Aldi are. Oh, really? Uh, well, how 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 well-paid? Really well, like, um, I think... Uh, <laughs> as well as 40 football. Grand, 40 grand a year. <laughs> as well as footballers? Or? Entry levels, 40 grand a year, right? Really? So, yeah. What? No, I'm joking. Uh. Um... Uh, well, it's something like half a Michael Owen. I might. It's something like twelve pound an hour. Or Quarter something. of a Rooney. Twelve pound an hour. That's yeah. You know, that's not necessarily to be sniffed at. No, I mean Un- like unskilled labour. Exactly. Yeah. So taking that into wow. account, I worked at Budgeons when I was uh, fifteen. Mm. Guess how much I was paid. Three pound thirty-two. Two pounds ninety an hour. Two pounds ninety. Yeah. Wow. Imagine that. So that was fifteen years ago, sixteen, seventeen years ago. Yeah. But boy. Well, they used to pay below minimum wage, didn't they? Yeah, especially because if you were under sixteen. Yeah. You weren't entitled to a minimum wage. I don't think you're allowed to work until you're sixteen, are you? Uh, maybe I was sixteen then. Mm. I think you were allowed a paper round before. I was quite rich, royally sacked. I think people did work at Budgeons um, before they were sixteen. No, right. the way around it was that they had they paid you. <laughs> I mean, we can employ you illegally, but yeah. we just have to pay you tit all. Yeah, I'm, oh, okay, uh, that works. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what happened. I remember I worked at Sainsbury's. I got paid three pound thirty-two an hour. That yeah, was my first job. Yeah. Wow, I was accused of uh, stealing at uh, Budgeons and fired. No, I didn't. I genuinely didn't, mate. Oh, right. Which was the annoying thing. Hmm. Right. I mean, the thing is that there were. <laughs> yeah, thing is, there was you know a litany of things that I could should have been fired for. Yeah. And I was fired for the one thing I didn't do. I mean, I was rude to the staff, other staff. Yeah. I was rude to the customers. Yeah. I swore over the tannoy system. Wow. 
Um, I ate food. I guess that's theft. Yeah. But they, <laughs> but they <laughs> accused me of actually taking money out of the till. Oh, no, you wouldn't do that. No, 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 no. I did, well, I didn't. No. Um, you sure? Too middle class, mate. Oh, yeah. I'll be having my fingers in the till. Yeah. I ate some sausage rolls. You ain't no scum. Well, I just sort of thought, well, you know, it's my lunch break. Just eat some I'm food. Pr- it's probably fine just to <laughs> take some food, isn't it, yeah, and I'll eat it. it. I was going to treat, treat it like my house. <laughs> well, treat, treat it like my fridge. Because I'd worked in a kitchen before, and obviously, you, you know... On your break, you just get yourself some of the food, don't just you? Sort of nosh down on some of that horrible stuff, yeah. Yeah. George. Oh, God, it was bad, wasn't it? Uh, did I tell you um, I got a tax... Uh, sorry, this is completely... Um, That's fine. We used to work in a pub in Henfield called yeah. George, me and you, didn't we? Yeah, we yeah, we did, yeah. in the kitchen. It was fucking awful. When we were about f- 15? Yeah. And um, there were a bunch of these chefs working there, all of, all of them were a bunch of dickheads. Yeah. And I got a taxi from Brighton to Henfield one night. Mm. And this bloke was like, oh, I know Henfield fairly well because I used to work in the George. Mm. And um, I went, oh, nice one. I used to work in the George too. And he was like, what year did you work there? I was like, oh, must be about 2000, must be about 1998. And he went, oh. I worked there around then, and he knew all the people we worked with. Yeah, yeah, Jeff the chef. Yeah, yeah, Marco. Sure. Yeah, so I mean that. Yeah, that is. <laughs> where's the cool story? Like? <laughs> I can't say. Yeah. Well, I mean that literally is one for the pub, really, wasn't it? Like. Yeah. Yeah. No, you should have. Uh, that, that's definitely a pre-show yeah. thing, isn't <laughs> it? Story, bro. That bro, Marco. Bro, bro. Every time we used to go in there, he used to tell me about fights they'd had. Right. I don't. Look at the time. I believed him, and I thought he was the toughest man in the world. Yeah. Thinking about it now, some of them seemed unlikely. Liar. He said that uh, once he was chased out of a pub by some security guards, him and his mates, and they got chased down uh, a road which turned out to be a dead end. Mm. So they got to the sort of dead end and turned round, and there was a couple of these bouncers at the end. And they were like, right, we're gonna get, we're gonna get you. And him and his mate went, all oh, right. Well, what we'll do um, is uh, we'll jump up onto the parked cars that are parked either side of this road and started running back down on the top of the cars. Mm-hmm. But as he ran past one of these bouncers, uh, he the bouncer grabbed his leg and pulled him off the car. But as he uh, sort of got pulled off the car. Uh, he landed on top of the bouncer, who was a bald guy, mm-hmm. and he said that what he did is he just grabbed him by the, held his ears, and bit him on the forehead. <laughs> and he said he bit him so hard that he felt his teeth meet. <laughs> like, and I mean, if you feel your forehead, there's not a lot of flesh but, really but, on there. But sometimes you do get guys, especially big fat bald <laughs> yeah, guys, which yeah, you're right. would be, yeah, with quite. Fl- I actually think that story is so ludicrous. Yeah. And so weird. Yeah. It's got to be true. You reckon? Yeah. <laughs> like, seriously, like, imagine, yeah. yeah, imagine making that up. You'd have to be a bit of a psychopath to make that story up. But he had hunted. These stories were ten a penny without a Marco. Right. There were loads of them. Love it. And he had loads of really crude jokes. I lo- I thought he was the bee's knees. And he was always like, oh, well, do you, do you want, like, a, do you want a roast or do you want any food or, like... Really? Yeah, it'd really, like, was pile he it on. You? <laughs> I don't know, he could have been. Yeah, but he was, he was sort of one of the younger, more, 
like light-hearted chef, whereas Jeff the chef was just an arsehole. Yeah, he was he was terrible. Also, the most accident-prone man in the world. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Did we talk? I feel, I feel I like we've talked I about him. We on had, the, yeah, we've done this before. Yeah, he's oh. a psychopath. Yeah, he's probably dead now, isn't he? Why? I don't know. If, why are complete lunatics drawn to the profession of chefing? Um. Because you've got to be a certain type of person to want to do that. Do you know what I mean? Like, but, but wanting to create, you know, wanting to cook amazing food is, you know, it's not that far-fetched. But, like, you have to be a complete arsehole as well. Like a sort of Gordon Ramsay-style oh, lunatic. I th- oh, I see. I thought you were talking about Jeff the Chef still. Well, no, he's just... I, don't you know, know. I feel work, like he had a... You know, to never all his marbles. In a horrible hot kitchen in a pub... Which is just, you know, food which you're just going to oh, swap yeah. out. Like, yeah. I have no idea why people want to do that, no. Yeah, I guess, I guess that sort of is that sort of area of chefing where you have absolutely no pride in your work and you're just, it's like, you, you know, you work at the, the beef eater or a hungry horse. Yeah. And you're just turning it out. Yeah. Ugh, that pot of gravy, do you remember it? Oh, don't get me started. It was on the hob for about six months. Jeez. And just kept free like adding more powder and, and hot water to it. There's probably some some gravy that had been in there for months. Makes me feel sick. <laughs> um I've got a question for you, Will. Yeah. Um what do you think of mandates? I like them. Okay, I've got a question for you, a further question for you yeah. about mandates, right? Yeah. I was in a um opticians the other day, Specsavers in Brighton. Wow. Um ordering some new glasses. Yep. And um, I got chatting to the young chap who was working there. Yeah. Who was um, looking after me, essentially. Mm-hmm. And we really got on. We had a bit of banter. He's... Yeah. Um, I think he's from Bristol. Does yeah, he wear glasses as well? No, no, no. He's no. just like, oh, mate, you're right. Oh, you're God, you're oh it's Jimmy Willis. Well, right. Yeah, that sort of... He was like, yeah. oh, right, you've had a bit of an accident with your glasses. And you all... Oh, no, never mind. And like he was, uh, yeah, and but he was a really, really nice guy. And I sort of saw him with the other um, other customers, hmm. and um, it, it he was just brilliant with the other customers. I just thought you were wow. such a friendly guy. Hmm. Um, I'd really like to go for a pint with you sometime. Right? Yeah. But yeah, when okay, a is that acceptable to ask somebody for a pint if there's no sexual right. connotations? B, yeah. Um, how do you do it? Right. And there's no C. I mean, that's just my question. Hmm. <laughs> also, similarly, yeah. tonight, um, I had a bit of time to kill, so I went some, for some food, and I was sort of like bumbling around Brighton a little bit. Yeah. Again, I saw this um, chap with his friends... Um, and they're all having a bit of a lark about. Right. And he, you know how sometimes I like to sort of make up silly songs and like they can be quite sort of puerile. Yeah, yeah. He made up a silly song, which was, yeah. a, um, I can't remember which um, S Club 7 song it was now. Yeah. It might have been Reach for the Stars or something. Right. But it was something along the lines of Reach for my cock. Right. Uh, and then when your bum is so bloody raw. Right, yes. Yeah. when yeah. you're with you, well. <laughs> Um, or, or, or something like like that. And all wow, friends were like, that sounds perfect. It. And again, I was like, thinking, oh, that bloke. Well, what a ledge. Yeah, kind of, he just looks like a fun guy. Yeah. 
so there's two been two guys this week where I think I would get on with them and go for it. You know, we could become friends. But right. what do you think? Yeah, I, I I know what you mean. I've, there's a few uh, a few of the lads in some of the coffee shops I frequent. Mm. The uh, we have solid banter, mm. and uh, you know it's crossed my mind occasionally. Mm. You know, how can we take this to the next level? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, I don't I don't. The thing is, though, with a coffee shop, that's way easier. Specsavers, mm. you can't sort of go in a coffee, go in Specsavers every day. Yeah. Can you? It's uh, uh well, Yeah, that's the thing. Because you can begin to build up a relationship with someone who works in a coffee shop. Yeah. Um, and it's not weird to be in there. But... <laughs> but... Even that, right? Yeah. How do you, like, suddenly go from, like, oh, this is a guy who's in the coffee shop every day... Yeah. To like going, oh, we should get a beer one day. Because that, even then, that sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? <sighs> yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of any occasions where uh, this has happened. Well, I mean, I guess I uh, initially met Pete like this. Right, yeah. But, you know, he's a hairdresser. Mm. So you have more of a long conversation. And it, it wouldn't bother him, really, to... This is the thing with Pete. He doesn't really have. I don't think really, he really has like an embarrass. I don't know him very well, but he doesn't really have an embarrassment. There's no. There's no way Pete could ever be embarrassed. Yeah. I, he doesn't have the uh, an embarrassment mechanism inside yeah, yeah. him. So if he wants to go for a drink with the guy in Specsavers, he'll just be out front and say, "Do you fancy going for a drink?" Yeah, I guess so. So in Pete's world, it's it's fine. fine. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, what? Okay, so you want to go in there, probably mention your girlfriend somehow so he knows you're not a homo. Right, okay. I yeah. think that's probably... A, knows you're not a homo. B, knows that some woman out there thinks you're not too weird that she's not pre- that she's prepared to go out with you. Yeah, okay. So yeah. that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, much like... I, I might think, have mentioned my girlfriend, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's much like in Alec Baldwin in The Departed, where yeah. he says that you've got to be married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, yeah, so... Oh, maybe mention that you... Where did you see him? What do you mean? You, you said you saw him outside of work, and he was singing a filthy song. No, no, no. That no. This is a that's a different bloke. Oh, that's a different bloke. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, that was a different bloke. Well, how do you know this is a different bloke? Is this you literally just seen a random person singing a dirty song? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. But thought, oh, he that's thought, a, hey, oh, that's, a, that's the kind of bloke. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wow, I could really get to know that guy yeah. with the smutty S Club Seven parody. Wow, I thought it was the same bloke. No, I no, thought, no, wow, no. this guy really is right up your street. No, no, okay, no, these no, are no. two blokes. But I, you know, I'd imagine he would find that funny as well. The guy in Specsavers. Yeah, his name's Barney as well. I think yeah. Barney's a nice name. I was actually considering. Yeah, a nice name. I was actually considering a tweeting Specsavers. You know, yeah, I yeah. Like these places always get loads, loads of complaints. I always quite like to tweet companies to tell them actually that people are doing a good job well yeah you should do say try not to make it too creepy and weird yeah okay but say <laughs> Barney and you're a bright and bunchies they love me I'd love to go for a pint <laughs> with him sometime well they that pro- could be your way in maybe yeah 
That's not weird, is it? It'd be weird if he actually messaged me on the back of that, though. Suddenly you get a tweet from, like, Barney72. <laughs> <laughs> Specky Barney72. Would we go for this point, then? Talk to me about this point! Uh, Sounds Gert Lush. Maybe I'll just let... I've got enough friends, actually. Have you? This is... Yeah, I mean, this is very unlike you, because you're not normally a friendly person. No, uh, you're not forthcoming in the uh, new friend department. No, I don't. I'd like to stick to my own, but I have made some new friends. You've met some of my new friends. No. You have? No, I haven't. My friend Sarah you met. Sarah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, only because you've been forced together through work. That's true, yeah. Yeah. She's all right. Yeah. She's nice, yeah. She gets the uh, will seal of approval. Yeah, good banter. Yep. Mm. Sure. Totally. So, you're right, so your, your opinion on mandates, then? Um, so, man, for me, man, the mandate is is just two mates, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well... But how do you approach it? How would you... So, do you, so you reckon I should tweet them? No, but, I mean, like, a mandate is for someone you're already friends with. Yeah, but... That's what I thought a mandate was. Like, if, you know, I might say to you, Jim, do you want to go on a mandate to see Suicide Squad? Right. And you might go, yeah, great, let's go Nando's first. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I would class a mandate as being like, the, you know, you're like asking a, a stranger out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think no, it's the, there's probably an app for this? But I just feel like it's the sort of thing that would get abused. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you know, there's just a few guys. <laughs> yeah, it's just a few guys on there, literally, just <laughs> trying to make friends oh, yeah. and go out for ma- go out for pints and then it's just like <laughs> 99% gay dudes trolling <laughs> acting straight for a little bit and then be like oh what do you, do you want anything from the bar oh uh, yeah just a pint of cranberry uh, <laughs> do you want a nosh <laughs> oh bugger yeah, yeah. three Maybe. pints in suddenly yeah, there's a hand on your knee <laughs> This is not a bad. Oh, do you know what? I was speaking to Cy about mandates in the pub earlier on. Don't believe in them. And you um, wouldn't wouldn't happen up north. Well, that is, that is very similar to what he said. Actually, <laughs> um, but he said he he had a similar sort of feeling with his dentist the other day. Like they got uh-huh. on, they watched a few YouTube videos, <laughs> together. <laughs> and then he was like, "Oh, I don't really know what to do now." But um, I I struck, um, I struck up a uh, I got got off to you know. We didn't, you know, talk loads, but I just felt an immediate connection with my hygienist recently. Really? Yeah, I just like, he was like, well, and I was like, yeah, shook hands. <laughs> and he was just like, hey man. <laughs> and he, you know, got rid of all my plaque. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. And uh, went, nice one. Ch- shook his hand again at the end. I'm like, yeah, I could see more of you. I mean, he was maybe 10 years older than me. Yeah. He had nice shoes on. Yeah. Which I thought was a good sign. Yeah. You know, I'd like to maybe invite him and his missus over for dinner. But, you know, being mainly the com- conversation was a little bit one way. Because yeah. it was sort of, you know, <laughs> from my end. Yeah. But, you know, just, just a great guy. He sounds nice. Yeah. But, um, what's it? Twitty's dentist. Oh yeah, sorry. So, but then I got on to talking. I can't remember who this was, but we were talking about apps, yeah. this sort of thing. And um, there was a girl. I can't remember who it was for the life of me. It might have been Emmanuel, actually. Like it was someone moving to a to a new country, and they joined this app, and it was this app which was set up for nice people looking for friends, like yeah. girls and boys. Yeah, yeah. And 
whoever this girl was went on a couple of like these dates with friends some with girls some with boys and every single time she went out with these boys (laughs) 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 they try it all shocking this is shocking news yeah and it's supposed to be a nice sort of um, platonic app yeah so everything every single app soon soon enough Pokemon Go will turn sexual oh yeah you can be sure yeah yeah yeah, there, I, there was a Vice sort of compilation video of all the mad Pokemon shit. Mm. <laughs> Insane stuff. Uh, so someone has has someone has died as a result of Pokemon Go. Someone was driving and playing it and run someone over. So the first proper Pokemon Go death. Is that the fault of Pokemon Go though? Well, it's the fault of the no. It's the fault of the driver using uh, you know using his phone yeah. when he should have been driving. There's that. Have you seen that video of the dude crashing into the police car? No. It's like a parked police car, and the police are out of it on the corner dealing with whatever. And uh, then out of nowhere, this massive SUV just comes <laughs> hurtling into the car, mm. like quite decent speeds. And they sort of run up and check that the they're all right. And the dude sort of all shaky, gets out and like, "Oh man, I shouldn't be playing Pokemon while driving." Oh and the policeman's God. like, oh, "You fucking idiot." Oopsie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they found a whole load of dead bodies. Loads of people have been mugged. I bet they have. Loads. They, like, gangs have actually been leaving, like, Pokemon lures. Yeah. <laughs> so people come there and they're just holding people up at gunpoint. Well, this is why I don't... I just don't... It just doesn't interest me. No, I couldn't... <laughs> I, yeah, as an actual game, I, I couldn't be less interested. No. I've got this new game on my phone, actually. Oh, yeah. Which you should um, get. It's very addictive. Is it the pool one? No, called oh. Color Switch. Yeah. Oh, well into it I am. Yeah. Get right involved. Yeah. Yeah. Will it make my uh, trips to the toilet longer? Oh my word! I was on the toilet for so long today, <laughs> trying to beat my high score. Yeah. Mm. Uh, not into Temple Run anymore, no. No, it's old school, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah. It's yesterday's news. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, you never guess who came up in me, um, uh, what do they call it? The trending news on Facebook. Snakey Dad? No, not Snakey Dad. Uh, Bless him. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, yeah. Dappy. All oh, right, Dappy. And uh, recently, d- it recently it started not giving the sort of brief description of... of the trending news it just says how many shares or whatever it's had so i saw it and it was like dappy sixty-four thousand shares or whatever mm. and i was like he's dead yeah must be yeah brilliant yeah click on it no it's got a new single out all right gutted have you heard it no did you know that dappy has an unusually large penis i didn't know that no mm. D- d- uh define unusually large well, because he's quite a slight gentleman. Yeah, it's a little man. There is a picture going around on the internet where it looks completely out of proportion. Right. Um, can't remember why I know that. Could it have been photoshopped by him and then sort well, of I leaked? Don't, I don't, I'll tell you what it was. I was the last week before the show. I came up with a game where I was going to um, give you two celebrities, mm. and I was going to ask you which one has the bigger penis. Right. Um, because there is actually a site which actually turns out to be a gaming site yeah which um, is dedicated to celebrity penises right 
Um, but it has this sort of really sort of like I mean I was in the pub at the time and there was people yeah. behind me so right. it's a real sort of gay sight right <laughs> sticks and, uh, and stuff yeah and uh, yeah the sort of descriptions of all the sort of penises were like really like super gay like <laughs> oh like right. Richard Gere has a beautiful cock right um, yeah and, and it sort of really goes into detail yeah yeah okay uh, I've yeah, I'm thinking maybe a game where you have to guess which of the two has a reportedly unusually large cock, yeah. I think. Might, yeah. Well, Dappy was one of them. Wow. There was a picture. Yeah, did you see it? Yeah. What was it? Did it... Big. Yeah, and yeah. you reckon it was definitely Dappy? Well, it was definitely Dappy, yeah. Yeah, do you have the hat on? Yep. Hang on, let me try and find it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not dead, though. No, shame, not, uh, isn't it? That is a shame, yeah. I was in the park walking the dog. It's a bit of a switch of subject here. I was in the uh, park walking the dog today. Yeah. And uh, was stopped by a young mum uh, and her child, who was probably three, I don't know, in that sort of ballpark. And she said, sorry to bother you, do you know if there's a public toilet around here? And yeah. I said, yes, literally about two or three minutes walk up this way yeah. and she went thanks and uh, she said to her child do you think you can hold on for two or three minutes Yeah. and the child said yes I can and then the child said mummy you look so beautiful today and I looked round <laughs> there's a lot of thing to come out of a three year old's yeah. mouth after it just confirmed that it could hold its way in yeah and uh, the mum gave me this sort of look, like, hmm, like, you know, isn't he well-trained? Yeah. And uh, just, as, just as she was giving me this look, uh, the, uh, she said, like, oh, thank you very much. And the kid went, no problem, Mrs. Boo Boo Pants. <laughs> And her face just so sort of immediately sort of sour. Sort of, uh, it's a sort of terrible oh. disappointment. I thought, what wonderful mixed signals for a th- three-year-old. They say the funniest things. They say the darndest things, don't they? There you go. Yeah, that's... Uh, what do you reckon? It's big. There's no... Uh, There's no denying that, is there? No. But it looks, you know, it looks like... It looks enhanced, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah? Mm. Who knows? I don't know. I ain't checked. No. Why Why would we? That's probably true. Yeah. I was listening to Radio 4 earlier in the car. Yeah. And uh, it was a nice... Uh, they're keeping up with the Times Radio 4. Are they? No. All right, okay. It was a uh, woman explaining the concept of a music streaming service. Right, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And she she was like, so you don't actually download the music. You just just stream it. You just, you just, it's what isn't known as streaming. (laughs) And there are Spotify and Apple Music, and the music doesn't actually go onto your computer. It's more like a radio station. Right, okay. And why were they talking about this? I don't know. Like, apparently, Amazon are thinking of doing one. What a streaming service? Yeah, and they were like, "Well, it's just a new way that people listen to music." Buy so, music. Yeah, like imbibing this fun. Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> she said, "So, which one do you like the most?" And she said, "Well, I think Spotify <laughs> is the nicest laid out, and they and they're the biggest because they have." And she said, 39 billion users." <laughs> 
39 billion. <laughs> That's what she said. That seems unlikely. Well, it is because of however many times that is more than there are people on the planet. But she, I think she obviously meant 39 million. Right. But she said billion instead, which is mm, good. Stupid bitch. Thought I'd bring that up. <laughs> hey, what about the front page of the mirror then, eh? What about it? What I really thought of Murder, She Wrote by Angela Lansbury. Wow. Yeah. Because that is French pa- front page news, isn't it? Yeah. That is front page on the mirror. Yeah. What I really thought, a programme which is just completely irrelevant and out of date, and the star of which, which I, I, who I thought was dead anyway, yeah. telling us what she really thought, of, uh, thought about it. Yeah. I've had enough. So, did you hear... The, I'm going to... I'm you know, John, John Ronson wrote that book, uh, The Many Stare at Goats. Yeah. There was a... About um, this sort of government agency, they sort of do this sort of psyops, these sort of psychic things where, you know, they're doing things, you know, trying to run through walls and, you know, astral projection and all of this sort yeah, of mad, yeah. mad bollocks. Yeah. Well, they were looking for... Um, oh, it's Matey that runs Cuba. Oh, uh, uh, Pinochet. No, that's Argentina. Um, uh, Castro, Castro, Fidel Castro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're trying to find Castro. Right. And uh, I think it's Castro, I might be wrong. And uh, so they've just got these PSYOPs guys to just sort of sit there and like try to think really hard about where he might be. Right. <laughs> and one of them goes, Angela Lansbury knows where he is. <laughs> And apparently they sent a team over to her to find... I'm surprised she didn't know where he was. I bet she didn't. No. Was he writing stuff for the mirror? Yeah. Anyway. Mad bent. What's this snaky dad thing you've got for me? Oh, yeah, play that quickly. I think, yeah, someone... I got this, um... I got this, uh voicemail which I thought just thought I'd play on play on the play on the show yeah yeah because I was going to put I, I mean people are you know people can message in mm. I just wanted to know whether or not anyone because I was personally left with quite a lot of questions yeah right okay. <laughs> about Snakey Dad right and I just wanted to know if anyone else had any questions okay well he might be able to answer you yeah voicemail yeah okay hello son this is me Snakey <laughs> I'm ringing to let you know that I'm coming round to cockblock you. My morph suit is in the dry cleaners. But that doesn't matter. I'm gonna slide my body up inside the bed <laughs> and remove your penis from that nice girl you like. <laughs> That's my job. <laughs> I'm Snakey Dad. Wow. He yeah. sounds so snaky. Yeah, I mean, that is, that is the snakiest you're ever going to get him as well. <laughs> you really, because that's what snakes sound like, isn't it? Yep. They speak in that sort of whispery way. Oh, yeah. What's all that going on in the background as well? It sounds like he's at a, I don't oh, know, like yeah. a, a oh. wood mill or something. Oh yeah, he may or may not be in a pub toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. Wow. What was the noise? Um, It was a very noisy pub toilet. Wow. It's just someone taking a very powerful piss. Yeah. 
Wow, snaky yeah. dad. That is snaky. So many questions. <laughs> Has he always been that snaky? He, well, you're born snaky, aren't you? Oh, yeah. You don't learn snakiness. No, it's not something you can learn out of a book, is it? No. <laughs> there's no there's no, there's no, no Bible on being a snaky dad. No. Again, to jump subjects, but talk about learning stuff. Mm. Did you watch Educating Joey Essex? No. Well, I only caught the last little bit of it, and I don't want to you know, spoil it for anyone that's planning on watching it on... IT whatever the ITV version of iPlayer is. It, is. it was. I think it might have just been a single episode. I'm not sure they get a series out of that. Right. But uh, yeah, so I just saw him going and pick it. Basically, Joey Essex. All he's ever wanted in his life is a GCSE. Right. <laughs> and okay. He didn't have, didn't have any. Yeah. Literally none. Mm. Um, and that's not A to C. Right. That's like you know A to F. None. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, you didn't get anything. Nothing, apparently. Um, so anyway, they've done edumacated him, right. got him on some book learning, yeah. and then he uh, goes to uh, collect his GCSE results with a load of kids, mm-hmm. and they're all like, oh, I've got all A stars, and you know, all of this stuff, and they're like, oh, I've got seven Bs, and blah, blah, and he opens up. I think he's only taken one, one exam. Yeah. I don't... I don't know which one it was. I feel like it might have been maths. Right. I don't know. Maybe that might have been a bit beyond him. Perhaps it was English. Yeah. Or um, colouring in. <laughs> and uh, he gets a D. And he is absolutely made up. Well, glad, well, you know, well done. And like the teacher's like, that's brilliant, Joey. Absolutely brilliant. You've done so this well. This is a grown man. <laughs> this is a grown man getting a D at GCSE level. Blimey. Even I did better than that. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, so it was on ITV7. ITV2. I'll check that out. Educating Joey Essex. I mean, do you think when they went to him with that as a concept? Don't they bit their hand off? Listen, you thick bastard. They showed him the check and then he went off and did his book learning. <laughs> I've never done right. I don't really like all I'm reading in that. Do you believe his stick though? Yeah, I mean, he's. Either he's an incredible actor, mm. an abs- one of the most talented actors of our generation, yeah. or he's a fucking spanner. Yeah, I think it's probably the, the latter, then, isn't it? I feel like it might yeah. be. Um, I'm desperate for a wee. Yeah? I'm about to pee my pants. Oh, that's... Uh, no, because there's someone at the door. All right. Hi. <laughs> it's Snake Dad. <laughs> oh, God, he's making me want to go for the wee before. I come to knock your cock out, <laughs> out of the way of the toilet. <laughs> so you piss on the floor. <laughs> so you not only cock, cock blocks you, you know, as you're having sex, <laughs> Yeah, he makes you like we outside the toilet. Yes, and next time you're having a Tommy tank, (laughs) just before you put the sock over the top, I'm just gonna knock the sock out of the way (laughs) with my head, and you're gonna jizz onto your own knee. I've got to go for a wee. I'm going to piss my pants. Okay, well, I think that probably draws us to the end of the show. Oh, thanks. You've done great holding it this long, mate. Thanks. I'm proud of you. I really am. I really am. I'm proud. Snakey dad.